listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions. I am your host, Barnabas. And I am your co-host, Samael. And welcome to the Witching Hour. (laughs) (laughs) So the actual title of the episode is Toil and Trouble. Yes. Episode number 36. And if you couldn't tell, we're going to be discussing a timeless movie monster, the witch, in this episode. Because, you know, after... The success of Suspiria and with uh, the chilling adventure of Sabrina, everything. They're kind of making a comeback. So we thought, you know, it was uh, about time to talk about witch horror movies. It is, because I don't think we've covered, like, we we haven't had a witch episode. I mean, we talked about Hocus Pocus last month, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't really a witch episode. That was just a Halloween episode. So now we are all about the witches. Yep. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to do it because... Like I said, I think we've been seeing more of those kind of movies recently. So it'd be interesting to kind of theorize like why that is and just talk about ones that we enjoy. So before we get into all of that, we wanted to give a shout out as always to Sports Radio Detroit, um, our gracious host, the one and only. And why don't you tell them where uh, people can find more SRD? You can find Sports Radio Detroit on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's Sports Radio Detroit, SRD. They're the one and only. Yes, sir. So let's jump right into our news. There's been a lot of developments uh, over the past few days, about, over about the past week. Uh, the first thing is probably the biggest thing and uh, one of the more interesting. So... I just mentioned the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, I heard about the fucking that that thing, the lawsuit. Yep. So the Satanic Temple has filed a fifty million dollar lawsuit against Netflix and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina because of their portrayal of, of Baphomet of the Baphomet statue. Yeah. So <laughs> fifty million dollars, though. Can you believe that? Like that's insane. Satanic Temple is full of losers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I read up on, like, their teachings and stuff like that, you know. I don't really know what kind of people, like, really, I don't know, like, take part of that. But, I mean, that's that's a really, like, steep amount to be asking. Yeah, bro. Like, oh, you used our figure. Like, you don't own Satan. Satan should be suing you fuckers because you just made up some bullshit religion. Hey, so, we're we're atheists, but you know philosophical principles. Eat a dick. Yeah. So, it, to kind of clarify what's going on, the Satanic Temple is suing Netflix and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina uh, over the statue because they believe it's misappropriating their you know religious icon, and, and most importantly because they had the statue commissioned for them and. I'm not going to lie, the the two do look extremely similar to one another. Yeah. I mean, it's 
So, but the, that that goat with the titties and like the fucking the the goat legs, like that's been around forever. Oh like, yeah, yeah. But this one doesn't have like female breasts. Oh yeah, the, the Satanic Temple one does not, and neither does the one in uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So t- technically, like it's kind of their interpretation. They commissioned the statue, so that's why they believe they're in their right to sue. I mean, but I don't know, man. Like the the amount gets to me. Like, what do you need fifty million dollars for? Like, if I was offended, hey, it's it's because you looked at my dog wrong. Am I gonna have to charge you twenty dollars? Hey, apocalypse is coming, bro. They need the money if they're gonna start that new world order. <laughs> yeah, I I guess. I don't know. It's it's just uh, that's the thing that most people have like. Thanks, Donald with. Trump. <laughs> right, that's the thing that kind of is uh, you know, just weird. Like to me personally, but that's happening uh any kind of like consequences with the show are really up in the air there's been like mentions of them potentially having to remove the show from netflix or some garbage like that that's I hope, so fucking stupid yeah i hope that's Fuck not the you, case. satanic temple you fake fucking devil worshipers yeah I mean, because a bunch that, of fucking the, bunch that, of fucking losers. Everyone's looking for an easy payout. Everyone just wants to get paid. Oh, I'm suing him. Look, he kind of has the same go. Bro, they're mm-hmm. both. They're talking about Satan. Satan's a fucking depicted as like a fucking goat. So they're gonna have yeah. a goat fucking well, statue. So, so the thing most importantly is that the show kind of. Well, they believe that the show is painting these witches who worship Satan, portrayed you know by this idol the statue as evil and stuff and the satanic temple is not about that you know they don't want baphomet their their depiction of baphomet you know connected with with evil and murder and all this stuff and cannibalism in in sabrina that's that's not even a real religion you know what i'm saying the witch's religion believing in the dark lord that's not that's not in any sect of satanism neither the Neither the atheists nor the Luciferians. Trust me, I'm well, I'm, I'm well knowledgeable in the satanic mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm saying like they're suing for no fucking. It's like it's like bro. It's like if I uh, if I like uh, took took Jesus on the cross, mm-hmm. right? And I made a TV show and like the guy who invented the first image of Jesus on the cross, like ten thousand generations later, like one of his like fucking followers is like, I don't like that. You made Jesus on the cross in your TV show, and yeah. you said, and you made up a new religion about Jesus. That's not how Jesus. It's like, bro, fuck you. Religious yeah. freedoms. These people can make a fictional religion if they want, and have a fucking have just a pair of titties and be like, yeah, that's <laughs> Satan. They could do whatever they want, bro. Fuck, yeah. fuck the Satanic Temple. Fuck all these organized Satanic groups. That's not what it's about. What happened to free will? That's what Satan was about. Mm-hmm. About free will, not about fucking. Hey, let's let's make a fucking after, like after school group. Let's fucking have fucking a reading circle and shit. Let's fucking let's all be fucking atheists and just fucking chill and just be like, yeah, we're Satanists because Satan was an atheist. No, nah, bro, read the fucking old shit. Yeah. Satan was doing his job. <laughs> so Samuel is obviously very passionate about this. Uh, we'll see what what comes of it. Obviously, if. I mean, in the show, it's it's witches worshiping this thing, right? If the Satanic Temple people are not witches, then personally, I don't really see the comparison. I mean, even, That's just my thing. Even if they are witches, Sabrina is fictional. It's like, hey, yeah. what if witches had powers and they did all this stuff? You know, it's a big what if. No witches are 
killing their sisters and then resurrecting them in their fucking mm. backyards and, no. and then going to like some fucking Harry Potter-esque school to mm. fucking learn witchcraft. That's yeah. not that's not real. It's fiction. That's why Oh, this is nothing like Satanism. Yeah, it's nothing like real fucking life either, you fucking <laughs> geniuses. Yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> Damn it, bro. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. The curse of Samael is upon the church of Satan. <laughs> you guys pretend to be to, about about Satan, but you're not. So put a fucking sock in it. We'll see what happens with that. Be on the lookout. They're going to lose the lawsuit. That's what's going to happen. I'm cursing them. We'll see. Next up, Child's Play Remake. Uh, officially slated now for summer 2019, the actual release date, June 21st, 2019. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't care what anyone says. Chucky may look like a fucking asshole in this new <laughs> one, but the, I, I'm, I'm excited because Curse of Chucky, I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, this movie is genius, but it was fun to watch. All Chucky movies are good, so. Well, but, but this is going to be something completely different. Well, not completely different, but pretty much entirely different. It's okay. Yeah. Suspiria, so, I mean, we'll Suspiria was different and yeah. that wasn't too bad. Yeah. I mean, as long as they kind of, I think if they don't go too comedic with it, then it'll be good. Because the first movie had comedy, you know, from Chucky, but it was more of like, there's a killer doll in the house trying to kill this kid, you know. He was just, and, he was just witty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was just, he was kind of a, don't fuck with the Chuck, like that type <laughs> yeah. of shit. Like, he was like darkly charming kind of, yeah. you know, and like, yeah clever it was a horror with comedy elements but it wasn't a comedy horror like, mm-hmm. that's the and i hope this one like sticks to like the the creepy horror like sure yeah. chuck i want chucky to like talk here and there but i want him to be like just as devious i don't mm-hmm. i i just hope they they go in the right direction with this because this is this is hit or miss like yeah there's either like either i think you're gonna completely like this movie or think it's shit it's gonna be one of those like yeah just like halloween if you didn't like it you hated it Yep. Yeah, I pretty much agree. I mean, I'm reserving all my judgment, uh, but they are making a lot of changes. But yeah, next summer, there's a new poster out to portraying the, the packaging. It's not good guys anymore. It's the buddy doll now. So, well, you gotta, you gotta change something up. Can't yeah. be the exact same as the original. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm holding out judgment, but I am excited. So be on the lookout for that June 21st, 2019. Next up, uh, also, you know, kind of an old thing, Stranger Things. The the 80s set Netflix smash hit has officially wrapped on the third season of the show. Oh, shit. And that's coming next summer as well. Damn, I've been waiting a minute. Mm-hmm. I finished Stranger Things, I think it was like six, like five or six months ago. I completely finished like every episode and like it was super, super good, like I've been wondering when the hell they're going to release it. Yeah. And now we finally get an answer. We got to wait till the summertime. Yep. But summer 2019 is going to be awesome for horror. So I am super pumped for that. Um, Just in time, only a few months left till Halloween. So it's going to be perfect. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for Stranger Things. Now the whole like, you know, marketing, advertising rush is going to come down the pipeline you're going to be seeing lots more Stranger Things stuff, I promise you. So, I'm excited, though. I think it's an awesome show. Let's go over just a couple new trailer announcements, and then we'll get into our first segment for this episode. The first trailer uh, was the thing that I was looking forward to the most, and actually looks really awesome. 
we mentioned this uh, film before, but Leprechaun Returns, the newest installment in the Leprechaun horror franchise, is coming back December 11th on VOD. Except no Warwick Davis. Yep. Yeah. No Warwick, no Warwick Davis, but we have... Uh, his, his last name is Porco. Can I can I can I call something? Sure. When this movie comes out and we go see it, mm-hmm. I'll bet you ten dollars the thing we're not gonna like about the Leprechaun is his voice. Well, you haven't watched the trailer, but it's it's pretty clear what his voice is like in oh, the is trailer. It? Yeah, oh, I haven't. All right, then I, I, gotta... I was yeah. You gotta watch the trailer. I was like, I'm still on the fence about it. I gotta watch the trailer again like a few times. I think. I think it could grow on me. It's definitely different than Warwick Davis's, but yeah, Lyndon Porco as the new Leprechaun. the The trailer honestly did look awesome, though. Like it looked like just flat out like fun horror. You know, I hope it's as good as the original. I think it might honestly be. It's a direct sequel to the original, except this time it's with a bunch of like sorority girls. So oh shit, yeah. Uh, but it looks cool. The effects look pretty good. I actually like the look and feel of Lyndon Porco as the leprechaun like a lot from this trailer so we'll see if it can deliver but yeah you got to watch it and if you guys have not seen it yet it just dropped today go check it out and then be on the lookout December 11th next up uh, there's two Netflix movies that just dropped trailers pretty recently within the last few days oh shit Uh, actually the first is a series called Kingdom and I don't think we mentioned it before, but it has been in the news, sort of. This is a Korean-produced uh, series for Netflix. And it is a zombie horror. But the cool thing is that this is set in, like, like 14th, 15th century Korea. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're going to be seeing a whole bunch of, like, people dressed up, you know, in those old Asian outfits and stuff just fighting against zombies i just so. hope we don't see dudes like fucking spin kicking zombies and shit that would be yeah. ridiculous <laughs> i don't think it's going to be so like martial artsy like that i think it's more going to be like you know maybe they have weapons like swords and stuff like that that would be but. dope i want to see like a fucking old like see that's what's missing from zombie movies because nowadays like they're all like modern day or like during like the mm. end of times or whatever the fuck yeah and then it's just like fucking repetitive like it's like oh now the zombies aren't our problem. Now the humans that are also living are our problem. That happens yeah. in everything. And I don't think I don't think this one's going to be like that because it looks more like it's zombies versus people. Like people are trying to keep them out, setting up defenses, you know, stuff like that. So I, I think this one's going to be different. Plus, it's like set in the past in Korea. So I'm I'm pretty pumped for it. I've never I don't. There, has there been a zombie movie that takes place like way back in the day? I'm sure there was one. Not zombie, but you know, I guess Army mm-hmm. of Darkness when you think about it. Well, yeah, kind of if you want to like throw that yeah. <laughs> in with like zombies or like I kind of I kind of don't. Yeah, I mean That's more yeah. like a demonic like necromancer type yeah, fucking Yeah, that's like a whole another discussion <laughs> basically, yeah. but um I I don't really think so. I mean, most of like the zombie stuff is set in modern times or like, you know, modern as as far as like contemporary you know when the movie was made basically but I'd, I'd have to look it up i think there's been maybe a few but yeah anyway it's an interesting premise cool setting so be on the lookout for kingdom it's coming out january 25th 2019 on netflix 
the last trailer that dropped look looked pretty crazy like i said it's another netflix uh, original it's a it's a film is dropping november 16th so actually as you're listening to this it's most likely already out on netflix it's called cam what's this one about so this one is also pretty unique because it's a horror movie surrounding this like webcam girl you know like she basically strips on on camera online but the cool thing is that the, the premise basically revolves this around this one who wakes up one day and then like she sees that her show is live and she sees someone that looks like her on the screen oh, but she's shit. not doing it so then like this imposter is performing this show and doing all sorts of crazy shit for people online like on cam you know stripping and but but like some really wild stuff like gore so she's got to figure out basically what's going on but it looks really cool it's like it's got lots of like cool neon colors uh it looks well shot it looks like a mind fuck kind of so yeah at the very least it looks super unique and it did actually win best screenplay and best first feature film at fantasia film festival oh shit looks like pretty soon we're gonna have our next best horror film on netflix film possibly yeah because right now apostle's kind of taking the cake for that one like, apostle is really good yeah fucking i hear so many people like talking about it now like mm-hmm. on the horror pages they're like someone suggest me something from netflix everyone's saying apostle yeah so it, it is really good i, I like that a lot this one i think it's just going to really depend on like if most people perceive it as horror uh so it depends entirely on the content because it's kind of being billed as more of like a psychological thriller sort of thing that's that's cool because like even back in the day horror it wasn't like when you're watching a horror movie it's not about like what's happening what 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 you know what's on the screen it's about Mm -hmm. the shit you you're thinking and like the stuff you think you saw you think you heard you know those things like it's not like like, yeah. like in Halloween, when Michael's standing at the clothesline and then he just disappears, you're like, oh, fuck, he just vanished. Like, mm-hmm. in reality, he probably just walked away and Laurie, like, they didn't show him walking away or he, like, backed up into the bushes, but you thought he disappeared. So you're like, right. it's it's all about what you think. It's the suspense. It's And if this has suspense and atmosphere, I think it's going to be a good one. I mean, thrillers themse- thriller is like a subgenre of horror, I guess. Yeah technically unless it's like a thriller like someone kidnapped my daughter i'm gonna go get him like, like taken or something like that yeah that's yeah, action. It's not really horror that's action but uh, this this one i think promises to kind of feature some really crazy shit so i'm excited for it uh like i said if you're watching this on the 16th or afterward then it's probably already out go check it out it's called cam so let's jump right into our very first segment um about which films uh-oh. This is The Cult Corner. So in this week's Cult Corner, we've got an instant classic that falls right into the witch subgenre of horror, The Blair Witch Project. And you either like this movie or you don't. Yeah. But when I watched this, when I was I was about maybe six, five, six years old, when it came out, I got it from fucking Blockbuster. My sister rented it and... This scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. Because the whole movie, like, it was like... So, at first, let's break it down. Uh, there's these three filmmakers, right? There's Heather, Josh, and Mike. And they're going around this, like, local town asking for, like, the fucking, you know... What are the rumors about the Blair Witch? They're like, yeah. well, if she catches, you know, she puts her pinky in your ass. Like, you know, the stereotypical, <laughs> like, 
you know people warning you not to do it stuff and then, yeah. you know as they go deeper and deeper into the woods they begin to not know what direction they're going in they're sleep they're sleeping in their tents and someone's outside the tent making noises mm-hmm. hanging up figures uh you know i think josh one of them went missing first and then <laughs> there's that classic shot of heather with the camera right under her nose she's like i'm so sorry you know yeah. scary movie parodied it with like the fucking with like the <laughs> snot coming out of her yeah. nose just hitting the camera like I didn't know this was this I yeah so so let's not forget when this movie originally came out it was basically being marketed as like a real thing you oh know? yeah like this is because this is kind of what started the found footage you know exactly basically like that. the mainstream found footage horror because everyone went into this thinking that they were watching like people actually you know hunting like a witch you know and, yeah. and being in this like scenario you know with the whole like you know they were never found and uh the, the tape went missing and it was uncovered you know like all that kind of shit it basically started it but it did wonders for the whole witch movie too because it uh kind of birthed like a lot of not only themes but just kind of like typical cliches and elements that we see in witch movies now like the witch you know kind of being able to control you from afar like uh messing with your messing with you mentally you know and this movie was was incredible i saw it when i was really young too and it had like a crazy effect on me and you never even really like see the the witch that's kind of like the crazy part you know it's all back in the day the shit you couldn't see would scare the fuck out of you yeah exactly like you're imagine you're just walking in a dark house right abandoned house Mm -hmm. you can't see shit something just grabs you and tosses you and you get up and you run out you're not gonna be like well i didn't see it so i wasn't scared (laughs) like no yeah this is not how it works yeah but nowadays people need like a monster with like eight foot long fingers and pointy nails skinny Mm -hmm. as fuck eight feet tall just fucking crawling toward you to scare them yeah no yeah i know yeah the blair witch project really just played on you like emotionally you know and mentally uh mostly with with audio and the the fast camera movements you know all that kind of stuff i mean there's a lot you could say about it as like a found footage film too but the the witch thing was really driven through in like the sense of it being folklore like an urban legend kind of which is in my opinion like a really interesting you know kind of take on it like it's just this like presence in the woods basically like i thought that was pretty cool that was like the best part about it if they just went into the woods and they just got attacked by an unseen witch it would be fucking stupid but it starts off you know they're asking the local town folk they're they hear all these you know rumors like you know i heard the derpa derpa witch Mm -hmm. witch witch so that kind of that kind of made you be like, all right. So either they're gonna see the witch or they're not. And since this is a horror movie, they're definitely gonna get either killed or. Mm-hmm. I w- I would signify this as like one of the first no hope movies. <laughs> yeah. Besides like Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, really, you don't know kind of what happens at the end of this film, which opens it up obviously to part two. But also, <laughs> uh, we haven't talked about it a lot. We wrote it down in the notebook before we started this podcast and we were talking about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would fall under the category of uh, dumb white people shit slash, <laughs> hey, let's go adventure in this yeah. dangerous area. Yeah. Is like, oh, those? yeah, don't don't go out in the woods. You know, there's a witch out there. All right, buddy. For white people are crazy. You could be like, did you hear about that half bear, half lion in the woods? Yeah. 
No, but we want to go check it out. No, you shouldn't. You'll die. We won't die. Yeah, don't worry. We won't tell anybody that we're going there either. Right. And none of our cell phones will work. <laughs> just our cameras. That's that, that's it. Right. We're just going to record it. <laughs> also, um, make sure uh, that uh, if we uh, if we get lost, that we panic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that happens in every fucking movie. Let's, let's just get into the worst a mental and emotional state possible. We'll ride this out. No biggie. I know my <laughs> friends went missing in the woods where people are always disappearing right because of an alleged witch but i'm gonna go look for them too in this abandoned house yeah yeah there were a lot of questionable you know because i think that they were especially trying to make it seem like yeah this is real because like that's some some dumb shit that you know people would actually do but uh i did want to say the the influence and like the way that they portrayed the witch is very obvious especially when you look at like the film that we're going to talk about later in the chopping block you know i think that honestly in some ways the two are kind of similar in the way that they like portray the witches you know as kind of like this almost urban legend kind of thing like folklore you know uh but the blair witch project is super divisive you know i feel like uh people who watched it when they were like kids mostly like it a lot because it terrified them because they didn't know what to expect but older people probably really didn't like it <laughs> yeah for us it was different because like you always want to go with your buddies mm -hmm. grab some cameras go into the woods explore local urban legends like i said dumb white people shit that's what we do <laughs> right we like to do stuff like that you know yeah and uh yeah yeah one day we should definitely pay for it <laughs> If we ever decide to, if, if we ever hear about a Yeti, not the Penny <laughs> Yeti, cause that's our homie. Right. If we ever hear about like a Yeti or like a monster or like a demon in the woods, mm -hmm. can we agree that we shouldn't go? I can, uh, yeah, I can get like, down we, with that. We can't just be like professionals and like fucking analyzing horror. And then uh, as soon as a situation comes up where we can make the exact same mistakes as everyone else made we don't do them that would be great but if we if we fall into this trap <laughs> of of just living up to the these curiosity stereotypes we're gonna fucking well die. hey but hey what if we take uh, a male and a female friend along with us who have like a budding you know sexual tension and then we conveniently don't tell anybody where we're going <laughs> and we take as little like you know rations and stuff to survive with as possible and instead of our phones, we just bring like a physical map, even yeah. though we probably don't know how to read it. <laughs> exactly. What if, what if we do that? You still, you don't want to go? That doesn't appeal to you. I mean, kind of. It appeals to me now that you mention it. <laughs> now that you mention all that. We get to, wow. we get to have promiscuous friends, no, ma no GPS, and we're yeah. idiots. Yeah. That sounds like a recipe for fun is what that sounds like. Or a very controversial, but influential horror film. But yeah, I mean, ha having said all that, jokes aside, you know, this movie did kind of introduce not only a lot of influential elements, but a lot of fucking cliches to horror as well. I think that that is a, a fair thing to say. But uh, yeah, I mean, we all kind of know about the Blair Witch Project. Uh, like I said, I think that the, the way that they portrayed the witch is very interesting and I think that that's a pretty good segue into like our overall dis discussion. There have been lots of, you know, uh, interpretations of 
the the witch character over the years uh witches have been in horror films a lot i mean you know kind of sparingly but even all the way back to like 1922 was the earliest i could find yeah there was a witch horror movie yeah called haxan oh shit and it's actually on uh youtube like the full movie if but you it's wanna. probably is it like witch like pointy hat big nose wart on the nose witch no i don't think so i think it's supposed to be like a kind of like a realistic look at at actual witches or oh, something shit. like that yeah well then make sure you guys check that one out what was it called Haxan. Haxan? i don't know how to pronounce it yeah it's like the a but it's got like the two little dots <laughs> on top of it uh but yeah it's called Haxan. it's on youtube the full thing it's also part of the criterion collection so yeah you guys can find it i think it, it makes easily. a ah sound Haxan. Haxan. Because when you, when you, like, Blue Oyster Cult, the Uh, O in Oyster got the two dots and it's pronounced O. So I'm guessing that's... Blue Oyster. Blue Oyster. Oyster. Yeah, something like that. So Haksan. But yeah, I mean, so so obviously even going all that far, you know, all that way back. But witches have been a part of of culture for fucking centuries. And dude, modern days, witches are getting fucking creepier. If you, Mm -hmm. you know, Blair Witch Project, Don't Knock Twice, uh, (laughs) even Lights Out, like... The, the well not lights out but you, anyway yeah they have like the same look like the fucking it's like a six foot tall chick she weighs about 30 pounds and her fingers <laughs> yeah. are longer than my arms like <laughs> yeah because you know i think that that's kind of like how people perceive them like yeah. they're just demonic right even though you know mainly they were just women yeah i mean look at the salem witch trials that was all you know, I was all over fucking land, you know, like yeah. people just wanted other people's shit. So they're like, I saw him flying behind right. his house. He had a book of spells and he was. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe how many innocent people. I mean, even if they were witches. So the fuck what, bro? The fuck? Yeah. This you know, is, you this know is, how reli- you know how religion is. Yeah, bro. But like, I mean, yeah, the witch stuff, hangings, you know, even, burnings even, went back, you know, even, even to though, England even and stuff like that. Christmas so. is like fucking Yule. It's fucking pa- <laughs> right. pagan shit. Christianity itself is pagan when you here uh, eat the body and drink the blood of God and you'll live forever. Like right. that does not sound like some godly shit, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that, but witches have definitely always been portrayed like in the media as, you know, these like evil spirited things. And only until like kind of recently, you know, maybe like half a century ago or something where they, you know, started to be portrayed as like. Like family friendly shit. Yeah, kind of like, like, like Sabrina. Charmed. Pra- right. Practical Charmed was, magic. Dude, Charmed is my favorite, favorite thing of all things. Yeah. If you ask me the best TV show. Not counting, you know, South Park, non-animated, bro. I'm, it's it's charmed for me. That's fair. Yeah, Charmed was a really good show. Apparently, there's a reboot now, which is garbage. But oh, I, they, haven't, I haven't seen it. They said it was bad. Yeah, I've heard really bad things about it. I have not seen it. But you know, you know how it is. I mean, it's Sabrina is kind of cool because even though it's a darker adaptation, you know, it doesn't look like. I don't know, like a CW show, but the Charmed reboot just looks like a stupid CW show, like way too teeny, you know. Like I said, I haven't watched it, so if any of you like the show, then please tell us why you enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, the original Charmed was was great, but that was like a totally different interpretation of, of witches. Oh yeah, and I think that's like, other than like the real magic, like that's the closest thing like to real life like witches, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like 
witches aren't like walking around shooting people with electricity. They're just opening spell books, burning sigils, lighting candles, saying some spells, you know, like yeah. no biggie. Like, you know, literally it does not affect you. Yeah. Which is basically how the, like the witches in like Bewitched and the original Sabrina and, uh, you know, not like Hocus Pocus and stuff, but even like Halloween Town or something like that, you know, like that's how they were portrayed. So it's, it's two completely different like sides of the coin oh dude i love bewitched yeah that was that was awesome so i mean those kind of portrayals you know painted them as like good people yeah, but they just, used their powers for everything yeah <laughs> everything basically it's like know. can you get me a water from the fridge i sure can mm-hmm. and the water fucking levitates to your room hello i am water yeah. remove sentience from water bottle no fucking <laughs> notably even like a lot of the lighter portrayals though of witches um there were elements of like the witches using their powers for uh for like for love and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, I just noticed something. So mm-hmm. the the first groundbreaking found footage movie Blair Witch mm-hmm. and the second groundbreaking found footage movie move uh movie that was part of the movement of our age group Paranormal Activity mm-hmm. both have to do with witches. Oh yeah. I you just don't really find out in like the first one but later yeah. on in the series, yeah. It's still canon, you know, to it. So, yeah. like, damn. Two of the two of the most important found footage movies for horror were, like, paranormal. Yeah. It's it's super interesting, for sure. And those were both, like... Well, Blair Witch, not so much. But, you know, uh, Paranormal Activity was, like, the coven of witches. Oh, yeah. So, that's another big thing is, like, the coven. And that is definitely portrayed in, like, pretty much every witch movie you know the craft um oh the craft i forgot all about that yeah that shit was awesome the craft uh witches of eastwick the witches you know like pretty pretty much all everything and the most recent most boring one the viva itch (laughs) (laughs) yeah so another very divisive movie because lots of people hail it as like a masterpiece like the greatest horror movie ever lots of people find it to be shit and just really boring uh obviously we have to talk about the witch because it is like the most i guess talked about like the most popular yeah especially now since it's on netflix yeah i didn't like it i felt like all right here's how i explained it all right imagine getting into a car right to cedar to go to cedar point (laughs) and you're driving to cedar point and the trip is very slow yeah along the way you stop you know there's some things you see and then when you finally get to Cedar Point, you don't get to ride the dragster. You just walk around and you leave. Huh. That's what I, what I felt like after I watched this movie. Yeah. I mean, I thought that the the parts with the actual witch in it and like the ending were pretty cool. And obviously the the setting, you know, it was it was supposed to be a, a Salem witch trials movie, essentially just centered around like this one family. But it, it was slow. Um, yeah. I Not only was it slow, like... I felt like it didn't like deliver. There was no like oomph to it. There was yeah, no there was no punchline. There was no like even the ending it was just like she just gets a broom and gets naked with the witches like Yeah. Uh spoiler I, I, alert. Yeah, I don't think it was like the most I mean, most people have seen it I think at, at this point, but I think people just liked it because one it's from back in the day. They're talking mm-hmm. they're talking different, so it must yeah. be good. And then second of all, it was kind of atmospheric. It had like those, like near the ending, it gets a little, mm-hmm. you know, crazy when like the bull kills her dad or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But still for me, like I felt like it did not deliver at all. Like I, that yeah. was, that's my least favorite witch movie 
ever released. I thought it was a piece of shit. Technically speaking, I found the movie to be like done well, but yeah, it was it was very dark. It was very bleak. I I, I overall kind of like enjoyed the atmosphere of it, but the atmosphere and the cinematography, as with these deeper movies, mm-hmm. I, I know I don't know if you noticed, but like these deeper movies, like Suspiria, mm-hmm. Woman in Black. Like, the atmosphere and the score in these movies is fantastic. Yeah. It's just, like, well, at least for The Witch, the, the story's kind of, like, shaky. It's lacking. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really care about anyone. So, like, there wasn't really, like, good character development. The yeah. script was old-timey. I still understood everything they were saying. You know, I had to just keep the captions on because their accents were just too much for me. But yeah, <laughs> other than that, like, I mean, there was nothing really that good about the movie yeah. other than, like... It's kind of atmospheric at times. There's a mystery behind it. Oh, is there really witches, you know? And yeah. then, then you know, the fucking... What's his name? Black Dave? Uh, It's, yeah, Black Tom, I want to say, maybe, or... I don't know, something. The goat. Yeah. The goat talks to her. Yeah. Delicious, or... or <laughs> would you like the most delicious... Uh, yeah, I, f- I forget. I mean, I can see why people find that movie compelling, for sure. Um, Personally, like... I liked it, but yeah, I felt like the the pacing and the story just didn't really hit home for like me personally. But um, yeah, no, but, same. Yeah, but that that's definitely like the most talked about and, and polarizing witch film so far. But it is another film that paints the the witch as like this Evil. outside influencer, just like pulling you know yeah. people in, kinda and fucking setting them up and yeah, which so, is not. <laughs> how that works by the way yeah um it's probably not like my favorite kind of interpretation of the witches i actually do like the uh you know the portrayal of them as like like in sabrina and the craft and stuff like yeah. that just like real people exactly you who know practice magic like because that's all right they are and some of them can be malevolent you know some of them might not be some of them might be good people uh but you know they're not really like the monsters per se um i think there's few films that really do that right i think blair which is definitely one of them i think uh, also the autopsy of jane doe is another one that does it really well especially because that movie is just like super creative and uh you don't even really find out that she's a witch until like most of the the way through yeah you know so that that's one not, not that's one of my favorite horror movies to be released pretty recently, but that's one of my favorite witch movies too. One of the best, I think, and it's not recent. The Witches of Eastwick with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I really like that one, and I'm glad you put that in the outline because basically the premise is like Satan comes to town, mm-hmm. he starts you know fucking with these witches, and then they're like, "Yo, we gotta stop him." I, I don't mm-hmm. want to ruin it because like it's not that popular of a movie, but it's Jack Nicholson and it's witches. Yeah. So I feel like a bunch of people have probably seen seen it, but yeah, I, I understand that that was a great film though. Yeah, the the witches were just portrayed as like you know sisters and looking for love. You know, basically like lots of witch films have kind of had a similar premise, um, but. Yeah, witches overall, I think, have been uh, also connected with the devil a lot. Oh, yeah. So, uh, which, you know, is kind of like a historical thing. And Wiccans don't even believe in the devil. So, right. They, earth, air, fire, water. <laughs> What's the other cycle? Captain Planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but there have definitely been lots of films that have that element. 
Daughters of Satan, Rosemary's Baby is the oh, same. Oh, yeah, Rosemary's Baby. I forgot the yeah. whole cult getting lady pregnant with Devil's Eve. Yeah, I forgot about it kind of too. Um, but there are lots of films that don't make any of that like satanic connection. So I don't know if it's even like really necessary. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I, think I don't it, think it's necessary because most witches aren't like Satan, yeah. Satanists or Luciferian or any of that. I think it's just a way to like shoehorn in uh, a darker kind of element to your horror movie. You know, like, oh, she's a witch. She, you know, sacrifices little babies to Satan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why can't you just make something that's just m- more enticing like with an original concept like the autopsy of jane doe yeah that that like make, or <laughs> suspiria even you know? i was gonna say like don't make witches like fucking connect back to satan because right. like, like i said a lot of them don't even believe in mm-hmm. him make some non-abrahamic religion witches you know what i'm yeah. saying all these witches are like huh we follow the dark lord it's like i don't know you bro (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) having having said that though i i do love the the reboot of sabrina the chilling adventures of sabrina even though it includes that it's kind of teeny yeah but it is good i'm not gonna lie i like i said harry potter vibes from it yeah but i I can we can we count harry potter those are witches well witches and warlocks yeah i mean they're not quite as much horror movies obviously it's which okay. is why I didn't include once, them. But once Voldemort shows up, it, Harry yeah. Potter becomes a horror movie. Yeah. Plus, but, you get all those like fucking. Don't say his name. Yeah, we we kind of do have to mention it though because. Oh yeah. You know, aside from like Blair Witch and a few other movies here and there, obviously, you know, witches have become way huger of a thing due to Harry Potter. Oh yeah, that's, fuck that's yeah. That's just that's just that's a just given, facts. You know? And I think that that's one very big reason why we're seeing more witch horror movies now um you know there's a lots lots of other reasons too i mean it's it's a it's a pretty appealing subgenre in general because you know it involves spells and magic and you can basically do whatever you want with it yeah um which which i think is cool i don't know if we need to keep seeing like you know interpretation after interpretation of like the salem witch trials but uh, you know whatever i don't fucking make these things i guess (laughs) yeah i mean they're fun but a lot of them just aren't original yeah like like we get it like we know what happened yeah bro we read about it in like fifth grade and we were fucking mortified exactly so i think the the trend now needs to be more creative witch concepts and i think we kind of got that with the movie that we are going to highlight in our next segment the chopping block <laughs> so this interpretation uh of of the witch is in shutter's original new film the witch in the window that movie yep that spoiler one. alert it's good yeah i i enjoyed it honestly it's it's kind of a weird movie it's to a, like it's a horror drama that's the yeah. best way i can and it's fucking the drop i call it a drama just because of like the the main character struggle and because of like the character development and and mm-hmm. and like he has a struggle maintaining a relationship with his wife and his kid mm-hmm. and he has that inner struggle most recently when he moves into that house with the witch and initially it just seems like you know father son bonding you know uh they're they're talking amongst you know with each other throughout like half the movie and then like Eventually, the son's like, I had a nightmare. You know, I seen mm-hmm. a witch in the hallway. Like, well, I seen that lady in the hallway. What's her name? Lydia. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. And then 
finally when you see her you're like all right nothing's happening nothing's happening they're right next to her nothing's still happening we could see mm-hmm. her face okay nothing's gonna happen blah, blah, fuck like that's how it happened like <laughs> yeah so the dude the jump scares when they happened they were done at perfect times yeah it wasn't like there's a guy walking through a hallway the the one the one big one was kind of predictable to me but yeah there wasn't really a ton of well i don't, I don't want to say that there wasn't suspense but it wasn't like straight up in your face like Here's this musical score. It's just quiet. Something's gonna yeah, happen. It was more like know? a. It was like psychological initially. Yeah. And then especially near the end, like yeah. when the witch tricked him, his son was like, "You're my favorite person," you know. Yeah. No, you're not. There, there, there were a lot of really good uh, parts about this film, honestly. But the it, it was I don't know from the get go I was not sure what I was watching. Um. So that's what that's what I want to warn you guys about. You know, like I think from the start. This isn't really going to like feel like it's going to be a horror movie. The score is like super interesting and it's not really atmospheric at all. It's like kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like kind of like boppy. Like, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard for me. You just have to listen to it for yourself. And then like the way that it's shot feels more like an actual drama yeah exactly yeah because it's it's produced really well i mean the the shots look crisp they look beautiful that's what i liked about it like because shutter will release you know some miscellaneous horror movies here and there and they're kind of some of them are pretty good some of them are okay and a lot of them are bad yeah but this one was not one of the bad ones and i'm happy it wasn't yeah i I agree with that i mean it was sort of anticlimactic but it wasn't about like you know in your face action horror like fucking like conjuring with the whole oh uh here's the exorcism oh she's crawling through the floor you know no no i mean i think the actual like horror parts were kind of few and far between you know it was definitely a horror movie in the sense that you know it's about this kind of folk tale about this witch who died in this house and, and uh, it's got a cool concept too because like as as they are fixing this house this father and son portrayed by uh uh alex draper and charlie tacker i like alex draper bro yeah he was he was good i hope i see him in more movies yeah he's, like he's a father yeah. he's a really good fucking actor bro like that movie like like a lot mm-hmm. of horror movies have like you know like super over exaggerated acting you know or like, yeah. like hereditary had some of like the worst acting from the sun yeah but this this dude's fucking great and i i want to see him in like like a like a blumhouse movie you know like in mm-hmm. like maybe the next conjuring film or something because that'd be cool he he was dope like that's yeah. my favorite word i'm bringing it back again <laughs> haven't used that on the podcast in a while because uh yeah, because uh, my buddy Woodsy, Brian, he commented on our Halloween review about mm-hmm. how he hated like the whole doctor thing. He was saying like, he's like, you say dope a lot. I was no. like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I kind of do. He's like, he, I was like, I need to stop. He's like, no, it's fine. It's just that you, you say it a lot. And I was yeah. like, well, when I like something, you know. Yeah, we, we all kind of have those like, you know, ticks with like words and stuff like that. So yeah. Big shout out to my friend Brian. Hey, Woodsy. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, man? Hopefully we get to play Dead by Daylight this weekend. Nice. And then thank you for the review as well. And thanks for listening. Thank you all for listening. Oh, yeah. We appreciate everyone. Our mm-hmm. our Halloween review got 370 something likes on Instagram. Yeah. And then our, our trick or treat review got like almost 200. And we're getting there. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate each and every one of you that are listening we hope that you like our recommendations i want to go back to the witch in the window just for like uh, you know a couple minutes mm-hmm. but 
overall yeah i thought the film was really great it really kind of like grew into itself yeah because it went from that like kind of weird you know vibe that it gave off at the beginning of the film and once the the neighbor guy got introduced and he started telling like the story of of lydia the witch and everything it like took a completely different turn yeah. you know you could see that it was getting like darker yeah darker and darker and then that's when it turned like super psychological it was right after yeah. he went to the dude's house and they sat on the porch and had that talk mm-hmm. yeah it was super eerie too like yeah that's that's, the thing that, like. that's when it started like i don't know like i felt uneasy during like the whole mm-hmm. maybe just because of the way it shot it was just like in the middle of basically nowhere yeah and when you have like when you have great cinematography that shows you the whole area, but there's nothing really out there, mm-hmm. it gives you that sense of fuck. There's not much out there, but there's like something bad out there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that—that's the felt—that's the feeling I got from this movie. Like, I turned off my lights, smoked a little J, and I turned this on, and I was fucking scared, bro. <laughs> yeah, the thing I liked a lot were like the the shots inside the house. You could tell that there were like lots of shots through like doorways and stuff. You know, you could interpret it in like a lot of different ways, but those were awesome, and they they made me feel kind of like claustrophobic too. Cause, yeah, because one of the biggest elements was like the house itself. Well, so during like the the scenes where like like near the ending, after like the the father met up with his neighbor, you know, and like mm-hmm. they talked when he went back to his house, like it felt like the air in my room was thicker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's how I felt. Like it was just that that extreme unease. Mm-hmm. Like as as soon as like. You know, his neighbor was like, I knew all along and I wanted to tell you. I don't know if he was a redneck, but that's how I'm portraying yeah. <laughs> him. But I don't know, dude. Like, I felt like this was done really well. And uh, is, is it only on Shutter? Yeah, I think so. Damn, people need to get Shutter. Yeah. Shutter well, has some fucking fire. They do have a lot of great movies. Only like five bucks a month. So you could go check out uh, The Witch in the Window. I definitely recommend it. It's not chopped for me. Sounds like it's not for oh, you. Oh, fuck no, dude. This yeah. is This is what... Okay, so here's my so far in uh twenty eighteen, my my top horror movies. Number one for me was Summer of eighty four. Number two was Hereditary. The third was Halloween. Was Bloodfest the one we watched here? Yeah. Bloodfest, that was one. And then the fifth one, I don't know, I had something initially before, but now it's like Witch in the Window. Yeah. It is good. Just be prepared. Like this is kind of a slow burner and there are gonna be lots of times where it feels like nothing's happening but the good thing is like there's always stuff happening even if it isn't horror related yeah i was like, gonna say you can't expect to be scared the whole fucking movie like yeah. you have to be interested first there has to be like some sort of substance to the story and there is this right. guy's facing this internal struggle because he doesn't know if his son likes him and you know his him and his wife are divorced so he goes he buys this house in the middle of the country just like his wife mm-hmm. always wanted he's trying to reunite his family yeah and it kind of goes south <laughs> i like the spoiler alert at the end the the papa dies (laughs) i guess it was his heart condition which is whenever they say something won't happen in a horror movie it usually happens Mm -hmm. remember he told his son he's like you know i got this heart problem he's like i think he had like mitral valve prolapse which is like a common thing and he's like oh are you gonna be okay and he's like oh i got a better chance of getting hit by a meteor in my bed you know and yeah (sighs) looks like you don't buddy (laughs) i guess not yeah uh i really enjoyed it yeah and the twist was pretty cool it was uh it was just yeah it was really eerie what do you think was in about that uh that that picture that was like in the kids room that he like kept looking at and, and the camera like focused on it you remember what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah i remember but what? i have no idea i wanted yeah. i initially was like 
yo, why the fuck do they keep showing that? And then I went, I tried to look for like a synopsis, but the movie's not that big. So like they didn't, yeah. they didn't have a wiki on it when I looked at it. And like they didn't, usually like the wiki synopsis will give you scene by like mm-hmm. scene, like what happens. Like, and I don't know. I never really, I, I never peeped the significance of that. And I think I need yeah. to go back and watch it and maybe see if it related to anything else in the film. You probably got to look at it from like either really close or like really far away. I don't know. It was interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of depth to this film and there's some things that are left unanswered, but it doesn't really leave you feeling like unsatisfied. It's just like a good mystery kind of to think about, you know, and there are lots of things like that in this film, I feel like. So yeah, final thing I'll say, um, I definitely recommend that you guys go check it out if you want like an eerie horror movie. The portrayal of the witch in this film uh, was like I said before, kind of similar to the Blair Witch in that it's like this like folktale kind of urban legend, but there are some cool twists on it. Um, and I think it's a pretty creepy film. So go check it out. Yes. Nine out of 10 for me. Nice. Yeah. I'll give it like a solid eight, eight and a half out of 10. Yeah. yeah. So go check out the witch in the window. Uh, if you haven't seen the Blair Witch project or any of the other films that we mentioned, uh, do yourself a favor and go look them up. I hope everyone's seen the Blair Witch Project. I hope so. Yeah, I don't know if you can call yourself a horror fan, even if you hate it. It's been it, almost twenty you know? years, and yeah, that's crazy that it's that. When old. you think about it, nineteen ninety nine, I think about, I, I think ten years ago, like yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, we were like six years old. That's crazy, but yeah. Anywho, uh, that was our discussion on witches. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, maybe what some of your favorite witch movies are. But I think that's going to wrap it up with episode 36. And uh, make sure you stalk our social media. On Instagram, we're Grave Discussions. On Twitter, we're Grave Disc SRD. And on Facebook, we're Grave Discussions. If you Google us, you'll find our website, gravediscussions.net. That's right. We're Googleable. We're the first results when you type in Grave Discussions. Yes. All of our reviews will be like episode three, four. They won't give any order. But the first thing they'll take you to is our website. And also make sure you check out Sports Radio Detroit's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and ghouls, we will see you next week on Grave Discussions. This has been an SRD production.